Hello, fellow quarantined zombies. Mark the Idiot here with episode 29 of the Idiot Speaketh podcast. Uh, let's see. First of all, coronavirus. Um, we're all doomed, at least here in Texas. Um, this past Friday, there was a big protest held down in Austin uh, by people protesting the restrictions, asking us to all stay at home so the whole population doesn't get infected with the coronavirus. And of course, this was the same day on Friday as our governor was holding a press conference outlining the steps that were starting to reopen the state of Texas. And, of course, this is, uh, let's see, um, where I live here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Let's see, yesterday, Dallas County had their worst ever day as far as new cases. And that beat the record from the previous day, which had been the record holder for the most new cases. So, obviously, uh, the area that I live in here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, the cases are still going up. Yet... Yet the governor is starting his plan to reopen the state of Texas. And again, we're all doomed. Uh, I know here in Tarrant County, where Fort Worth is, we have over 2,000 cases. Uh, we are only about 500 total cases behind the entire state of Oregon. And that's with, uh, we don't have any kind of large-scale testing here in Tarrant County, where I live. We have no drive through testing locations like some of the other large cities here in Texas. So, and um, yeah, we're all doomed because especially the subdivision that we live in, uh, today is Sunday, and for about the third Sunday in a row, uh, I went out to sit on my back porch and I'm getting bombarded with loud music coming from various portions of the neighborhood where people are holding parties. Uh, there's one going on right now, uh, the next street over, and just a couple houses down the hill from us that um, you can get a nice little concert listening experience in while you're sitting on your back porch, listening to all the people partying in the backyard and on the patio of these houses. So, at least here in North Texas, we're all doomed, because nobody's taking this crap seriously. Now, on a little lighter note, this past Thursday morning... Uh, we had called in a pickup grocery order to our local Kroger grocery store. Uh, we arrived at the pickup area and pulled into one of the numbered slots between other waiting vehicles that were there. Because we've gotten to the point pretty much where even Dion doesn't like going into the stores anymore with all the infected idiots. So we prefer just to do our pickup order online and then go pick it up even though they usually don't have half the crap that we've ordered. Well, anyway... Uh, I rode along with her just to get out of the house. Now, when we parked, uh, we punched the button to autom automatically lift the back hatch on our car. And after the uh, hatch had gone up, I remembered that the back of the car was cluttered with some fold folding chairs. So I figured I would quickly jump out of the car and rush to the back end in order to clear space for the groceries because the clerk would be com coming out any minute with our cart. Now, I was drinking a Coke at the time, 
and I had taken one huge last swig of the Coke before I bolted out of the car. And of course, that swig of Coke went down the wrong pipe, and I immediately started to cough and choke. Now, I'm standing just outside of my car door, coughing up my toenails, choking, with frothy bubbles of regurgitated Coke foaming all around my mouth. Like an idiot, I quickly wiped off some of the foam, and then I grazed my eyes, causing my eyes to redden and water quickly. I'm still coughing like crazy. I'm foaming like mad with red watery eyes in the midst of a killer global pandemic when I turn and notice the vehicle parked right next to us. The man, woman, and two small children in the car are all now screaming hysterically as they watch me stumble towards their vehicle. Within seconds, tires squeal and they tear out of the parking lot. I do a half turn. I notice the grocery clerk pushing our cart towards the back of our car. She sees me coughing and frothing and red eyes and all this, and she immediately screams something about a code red and runs away in terror. Within about uh, 20 seconds or so, I was standing there in the middle of the pickup area, which was now completely empty. I had managed to scare off about seven cars that were waiting for their groceries. And uh, after a phone call into the store to assure the clerks that I was not infected and I had just taken a bad swig of Coke, uh, I got a, a very nervous clerk to finally come out of the building and bring our bags up to the back of our car. So that's the world we now live in. Now, for a little change of pace, uh, I'm going to turn the uh, the podcast here over to a, uh, a guest speaker. Um, he's posted on here recently, and you know him as uh, Drungo Hayeswood, who will finish out today's podcast. Drungo, take it away. Hello, everyone. Drungo Hayeswood again here with the next episode of the King of the Awkward Pause Podcast. Today's episode is going to focus on pet care and was prompted by all the kind Facebook comments I got after I posted a recent podcast of me demonstrating the cleaning and washing of my wiener dog. Y'all know what they say. There's nothing more frustrating than a stubborn wiener dog. So, the remedy for many is to go to a professional that will straighten out your wiener dog. But I'd like to save you some time and money with a few tips on how you too can tame your wiener dog. The first thing you'll need is a comfortably fitting collar and leash for your wiener dog. Petco 
and curiously many adult novelty stores, carry a wide selection of collars for your wiener. Dog. I personally am a fan of hard rock music, so I got a collar with spikes for my own wiener. Dog. Gene Simmons Jr. is what I call my own wiener. Dog. So let's all put the collars on our wiener. Dogs. Make sure the collar is not too tight because you don't want to choke your wiener. Dog. The first trick is to yell sit while lowering the chain and jerking downward on your wiener. Dog. This should cause your wiener dog to drop to the floor. Once on the floor, yell, sit up at your wiener. Dog. While yanking the chain upwards, causing your wiener, dog, to obediently rise into the air. Now, reach down and gently pat your wiener, dog, on its head while praising its success with your commands. Repeat this series of pulling and yanking your wiener, dog, with frequent pats on the head and praise until you feel confident you can show your spouse, partner, or neighbors how well you have trained your wiener, dog, to perform these commands. Now, I find it's best to conduct this training alone in the privacy of your own home. Because your wiener, dog, will get easily distracted by other wiener dogs. Near it, if it's in a group of people yanking their wiener, Dogs to attention. After a few short days of practice, you will have a fully trained wiener dog and can take great pride in the next time visitors come over in your excited wiener dog starts jumping and lunging on people and being a nuisance. No one likes to go visit someone with an unruly and out-of-control wiener. Dog. Now, a final note. These commands should only be used on a wiener. Dog. That is not too old. It is virtually impossible to get a rise out of an old wiener. Dog, you can try for hours and yell all you want, but it will be useless 
on your old wiener dog. Well, that's about it for this episode of the Awkward Pause Podcast. On next week's episode, I'll cover how to pick out a new wiener dog. This is Drungo Hayeswood. Thanks for listening. Alrighty then, I guess that'll about wrap it up for today's quick episode. It's time for me to get back to painting. Gotta get back to painting. So, um, I'll talk to y'all again in another few days. Thanks again uh, for listening. Hope y'all are staying shut in and quarantined wherever you are. Uh, Just know that here in North Texas, again, the idiot says we're all doomed. But uh, anyway, that's it for now. I'll sign off with saying this is Mark, and the idiot has spoketh.